Hey, church fam, welcome back to another Daily Hope Devo. I'm Rob, high school pastor here at North Coast Calvary, and today we're in Psalm chapter 53 and 54. And I'm going to be focusing mainly on 53. This is a psalm written by King David, uh, and it speaks of the condition, the sad condition, of a person who continually chooses to reject God. He writes this in verse 1. He says, The fool says in his heart, There is no God. They're corrupt. Their ways are vile, and there is no one who does good. The fool says in his heart, there's no God. When I read this passage, I immediately think of Romans chapter 1, where Paul, um, he writes about how at the end of our days, when we are before the Almighty Creator, no one's going to have an excuse because the invisible God has made himself known undeniably through visible creation. You guys ever notice how people have differing opinions of things? Uh, Not talking about the big stuff, you know, politics, religion, but like the small stuff, like sushi. You know, one person can be like obsessed with sushi while, you know, someone else might say, oh, it's gross. Like, not really my thing. Like, just the taste, the texture just weirds me out. Um, Country music. I have a ton of friends who like are gung-ho country fans. Like, they'll go to Stagecoach every year. Uh, They love it. While, you know, other people might say, like, I'm just not the biggest fan. Um, Art. It's amazing how two people can look at the same exact painting and one person can be totally enamored by it, you know, while the other person can just say, like, nah, nah, don't really like it. Not really a fan. Um, I grew up in Southern California, you know, started surfing at a young age, seen thousands of sunsets, but I have never once heard anyone looking at a sunset over the water, you know, and say to themselves, that is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. No one says it because that is a visible attribute of the invisible God and God's beautiful. That's why David, as he's surveying the land, he's looking at human behavior. He's just kind of taking inventory of things. He concludes that he's like the fool. Who who says there's no God? The fool. Because God has made himself plainly evident. See, I mean, the fact that people ins- insist on denying the existence of a God, that doesn't erase God from the universe. It instead, again, as David points out, it speaks to their own standing as fools. See, the God-denying person is a fool because they are denying what is plainly evident. I think it goes deeper than that. And David thought so too in this psalm. See, David not only found what the fool said to be significant, but where they said it, which was in their heart. See, in his heart, he wishes God away. And why? I think more often than not, it's actually for moral reasons. See, if God doesn't exist, that means that I'm the creator of my own morals. I can essentially do whatever I want, whatever I think is right or wrong. I'm the judge. Well, John chapter 3, verse 20 says this. It says, For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed. In other words, if there is no God to hold me accountable, I'm free to live however I want. And I get agitated by, nay, even irritated, nay, even hate those who try to tell me any differently. But the result of continual disobedience and rejection of God's plans and purposes for your life is always, always, always corruption and ultimately, sadly, your own self-destruction. And when we look at things through that lens, we quickly begin to understand God's loving and caring heart 
to rescue humanity whose natural bend is to take the path of least resistance, to be selfish. See, if we're honest, most people don't really want God in their lives, especially in today's you know, consumeristic, what can please me the most culture. Because God is a terrible inconvenience to the selfish desires in our lives. See, often I'll hear my, my atheist or my agnostic friends say, oh man, if I could only see God, then I believe. If I could just see him with my own eyes, I believe. Like, would you? Would their reaction, their doubt, their unbelief, would it really be that different? I mean, God was here. He was here on the earth, in the flesh. He was, I mean, altogether lovely. He didn't sin. I mean, he was continually doing good to those around him. And yet, we hung him to a tree. They mocked him. They spat on him. They did away with him. And I believe that men would do the same today and probably worse. So my challenge for you watching this today is think about the people in your life who don't know God. Not the people who don't you know, know about him, but the people who don't personally have a relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ. And if you don't know anyone... Maybe you got to hop out at the holy huddle for just a little bit. But for the people who do not know God personally, ask yourself, number one, how can I be praying for them today? And ask God how to pray for them. Ask God to give you his perspective on their lives. That'll change things up. Ask him to help you better understand his heart to give them life and to keep them from corruption and from their own self-destruction. Because here's the thing. Apart from God, there is no good thing. It simply does not exist, and you are foolish to think otherwise. If I want the people who I care about, who don't know Jesus, to know Jesus, gotta love them like Jesus. God bless you guys. Hope to see you soon, and uh, yeah, have a great rest of your day.